daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. I'm Evan Klosky. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Typically, we have Evan Klosky on the show on a Friday, but... It's a special edition. It's a playoff Thursday, ALDS game one Thursday show with 10 Tampa Bay WTSP sports director, Evan Klosky, as I said, Uh, and Evan, you'll actually, you'll be at the game, correct? I'm assuming you would be covering the thing live. That that is, that is correct. And, And you all know with the playoffs, you know, the routine and the typical five days that you get the ball sometimes Sometimes you got to get bumped up a little bit when it's a special occasion. Sometimes you got to go on four days rest, and that's what we're doing right now. Um, right. Yes, I will. I will be. Uh, I'll be at the trop Thursday. I'll be at the trop Friday. Uh, essentially, I will be at the trop for all the home games, and um, hoping that uh, you know if the team does uh, when they do make the World Series, then we'll uh, you know we'll get some road trips in there, whether that be uh, San Francisco. Uh, I don't know if the Dodgers are going to pull this game out against uh, the Giants. By the time you're listening to this, you know the answer. Um, Atlanta, you know all those deals. Start booking your flights now. There we go. I don't know if uh, Ulysses and I will be going on the road for the ALDS games, but we will be at one, two, maybe more of the games, right? Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Definitely being going to go there to game one, game two. Uh, we'll go together to game two, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, listeners, if you're there, you know, obviously try to try to uh, DM us or whatever, and we'll make our uh, our best to, to say hi. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm yes. I'm pumped, and and actually because I'm so pumped, I kind of created, I've floated an idea uh, to both of you, mm-hmm. and you very kindly said yes to it. Uh, and I'm excited about it, Kevin. Do you want to, what, what's the name we have for this thing? Well, let me set it up like this. So the Rays and I guess the Red Sox as well, they do not have to turn in their ALDS finalized 26 man player roster until 10 AM Thursday. So we're trying to figure out in the last I checked that roster has not been submitted or has not been revealed to the media so we're going Kevin, to have Kevin a little Cash said by the way yesterday uh, or i should say tuesday that um they'll release it at 10 o'clock they said they're going to take it up until the last minute 9 59 and 59 seconds is when that thing will be turned in this so is, this is knowing the, the team that you cover i told you this i was like they're gonna keep that thing until 10 a.m so we should yeah. do this thing you don't want to yeah. give you don't want to give the competition any uh Yeah, you don't want to give them a chance to, you know, swipe a data card or whatever it may be. But we figured let's try to hammer this thing down. Let's try to see if we can guesstimate what the Rays will have for their 26 man roster. Of course, at least half for a majority of the guys are going to be set in stone. But there are some outstanding players that we have to figure out. Are they going to have them on the ALD roster? ALDS roster or not on the ALDS roster. So Ulysses, 
you have a little game. You have a little draft game that we should get into, right? I do. I do. So if you're watching with us on, on YouTube, it, this is going to help you. If you're not on YouTube with us, we'll start to, you know, pause this right now, get pen and paper, and then follow <laughs> along. Because right now on YouTube, you can see the screen, and we have decided locked-in players. Okay, maybe I should, mm-hmm. should have said locked-on race there we players. Go. Uh, but we've got six pitchers. Boz, Fairbanks, Kittredge, McClanahan, McHugh, and Rasmussen as locked in. Okay, mm-hmm. they are going in the roster. And on the other side, we've got 12 position players. I'll go with last names so as to not bore you guys. Zunino mm-hmm. Mejia, Choi Diaz-Franco, Lau, Wendell, Arozarena, Kiermaier, Margot, Meadows, and Cruz. I think we can all in Rays mm-hmm. Nation say, yes, those guys are definite locks. Well, 12 plus 6 equals 18 so we still need math out thank you eight more guys to get to 26 so let's remember 14 is the total on either the pitching side or the position side but you can have any combination you can have 14 and 12 12 and 14 or 13 and 13 yeah so this draft as you guys can see evan is the guest on the program he gets first pick me and Kevin have to go rock, paper, scissors mm-hmm. for this to get second uh, second pick. So are you ready? For yeah, this? Let, let's go ahead and do it. And Evan can be the judge here to make sure this is a fair fight. Okay. okay? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, that's Dang only Ulysses. Oh, I had the rock. Oh, there we go. Congratulations. It was, it was off camera, today. but I saw that rock. <laughs> Uh, I tried to sneak one by. I know, I know. Trying to be the Astros here, or the Red Sox, or the Yankees, or the Blue Jays, or maybe the Rays sometimes. Uh, Okay. So here we go. So for your first pick, Evan, out of all these guys on the bottom from the pitching side that are not locked in, guys, or the position players that are not locked in, who do you take as your first pick for this ALDS roster construction draft um i'm just gonna go with uh, a super safe pick in in my eyes and i'm gonna go with a uh, jt chagua chagua good we're going with the frenchman here mm-hmm. um reason being i feel like there's a zero point uh zero percent chance that jt is left off i think um even though he's had moments here like the you know he got squeezed in Houston. That wasn't fun. He was salty. Uh, I know in a couple of outings, rec- the more recent outings, he's given up a run to the the Red Sox. But uh, having said that, uh, he has been a staple in this bullpen for that seventh, eighth inning sort of deal. And I I feel like um, you know he's a sub three ERA. I I just I don't know how you can leave him off the roster when you look at the names of everybody else. That's fair. I agree. I agree. I don't know if I want him pitching one run ninth inning highest leverage of the ball game, but certainly there's absolutely a role for this guy. Really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, For my uh, first pick and the second pick overall, I'm going to go with a guy who has been battle tested and that's David Robertson. I need a guy who is not afraid of, of the big moment, a guy who has been under the lights, a guy who, when he sees the Boston Red Sox uniform, uh, either at at his home ballpark or at Fenway, he knows what that means. And, and that's Houdini, David Robertson. I know that he hasn't had probably the, the, the best, um, 
numbers lately. But again, that mentality there is, is is what I'm going for that experience. And so I don't I don't know how you can have so many rookies and in the starting rotation and not put a little bit of experience down in, in, in that stable. So I'm going with David Robertson. My pick, my third pick may surprise you guys, but I'm going to go ahead and take it off the table. Jordan Luplo is making it's, the 26-man roster. I uh, hear reports that Chris Sale will be getting some action. I hear reports that Eduardo Rodriguez will be getting some action. I would like to have a guy that uh, has basically an 800 OPS since the All-Star break and has had some moments in Fenway Park as well. Quiet, quietly has done a solid job yeah. in his opportunities with the Rays need that righty bat that can historically mash lefties. So that is who I am taking. Dang. I thought that that one was going to sneak through and that was going to be my like number seven. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Luplo is a great call. And if anyone out there go look at the lineups, when Eduardo Rodriguez, when Chris sale has played, who has played Jordan Luplo. So yeah. Um, just judging off the, the not even like taking personal opinions into this, judging off what the Rays organization sees in Luplo and the matchups that some of these pitchers present, it seems like he is going to play. Uh, he's probably going to start. Um, mm -hmm. Don't be surprised to see him starting a couple of these games out of the gates. And, um, you know, maybe there's a couple of games after that. You know, who knows? They, you know, they'll probably throw out Nick Pavetta and then how everything, you know, uh, Ivaldi might be ready for game three, whatever it might be. Um, you know, I, I don't think Luplo is going to play every game. But if he's somebody that you, you think you're going to pencil in for two starts, he's got to make the roster. So, yeah. you know, uh, that's a really, really sneaky, good catch. Um, yes. You know, I, I, I and, and I love Brett Phillips. This might be a situation where Brett Phillips doesn't make the ALDS roster, but then he makes mm -hmm. the next roster. It's one of those sort of deals. That's the thing is just because this is the yeah. ALDS draft. This doesn't mean that these guys Correct. are locked in for the There's ALCS. There's a clean slate between, between rounds. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Okay, so fourth yeah. pick, Evan, your turn. Um, all right, so fourth pick, and um, this is – you know what I'm going to say? Actually, I'm going to say that. But, um, you know, I'm going to go I'm going to go with uh, Michael Waka. I think that they've they figured something out with Waka and he's experienced. He's been there and in a limited role, not a starter in a limited role where he can just honey chuck it there for two to three innings, mm -hmm. or maybe maybe if things go sour in a game and he can eat up innings, whatever it might be, either which way, I, th I think Waka can come in and and do the job. You got to have a quick hook. You got to be prepared for bad Waka. But, I mean, it's tough not to be encouraged with what I've seen from him ever since they've eliminated a horrendous pitch from his repertoire. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that that's solid. And I, I think that's uh, kind of where I'm heading towards, too. Uh, you know, I think by saying Shane McClanahan gets number one, game one, Shane Boss gets game two. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, Drew Rasmussen most likely game uh, three, but we don't really want to say. I think that's a 
pump fake for the football fans out Uh-oh. there. Oh, thank you very much. That's a pump you mean fake. Basketball fans. Oh, well, yeah, I guess yeah. you could use yeah. a pump yeah. fake in football. Maybe a, play play action, maybe a play action fake. Is that what you're looking yeah. for? Well, there you go. That's whichever one it is. But the point you know, you is, know what they say. You want to hit those three pointers in the golf game. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to get mulligans sometimes. You know, I love mulligans and golf. I love breakfast balls and golf too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the point is guys, that's actually not uh, happening at all. Drew is going to get the ball in game three. It's Patino who has to be mm. in that bullpen if things go sour in game one or game two. That's Luis Patino. So that is actually my guy who is I'm going to take for my second pick and fifth overall. I, I think that this guy, you, you need him, and he has been so solid in the, in, in the bullpen for those two, three innings to bridge it to the, the setup and the, and the closer I think this is a guy that you, you you're going to want to have, and also not only for game one or game two if they go awry, but for game four if you need to play it. Maybe again, I'm a I'm a fan of the Waka Patino piggybacking. I I, I want that. So Luis Patino is my guy. Uh, as I may have surprised some with the Luplo pick, I may surprise some others with this next pick. I am going, believe it or not, even against the. Freaking Red Sox, Ryan Yarbrough. Ah, that was I am putting <laughs> Ryan Yarbrough on this roster, not to be used as a starter. <laughs> he loses his face right now. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He's got like the, the Red Sox roster has a nine sixty OPS against this guy. I understand that Ulysses, but I this isn't. To have him come in after an opener, to have him work three, four, five, and this is to work a string of lefty. <laughs> Your uh, face right now. Look, Travis Shaw's up. Okay. Okay. Alex Verdugo's up. Okay. okay. Rafael Devers up. Okay. Just to be used lefty. Two out of three guys in a string. And Yarbrough's been good historically in the postseason. I trust that a little bit more than Josh Fleming. And Yarbrough's shown a few more strides as of late the last couple of weeks. So, so that's why, that's tr- my pick. So, I'm sorry. So you trust Yarbrough more than Ryan Sheriff, Dietrich Enns, and Adam Conley, who can perform the same task. So uh, Conley, I don't think. Uh, Conley might not be. A vi- I think yeah. He, it might be on the day. I don't know. That's I, I, one. Okay. I would find it very difficult to believe that Conley would be on the Here. ALDS roster. Here is why I was going to go with Yarbs with my pick, and I got. Yes, go ahead, Evan. Back me up here. All right. So here's the thing with the way that the Rays operate. Okay, if things go sour, they don't have the ability to really play catch up. They can try, um, but eventually, let's say in one of these games, it's a it's a blowout. Let's say it just gets away from them. Yarbs can go in there, mm-hmm. eat the innings, and just take one for the team. Yeah. I mean, he is the the oh crap pitcher. So I think you I think you need one person who can be a bulk guy, where maybe in the third inning you're down like six nothing. McClanahan, Boz get rocked. Rasmussen gets rocked, and you throw out Yarbs, and you just say screw it. Yarbs, well, I I agree with that. Five innings, and I don't care what happens. We're gonna chalk this one up to an L, and we're gonna move on to tomorrow. That that sounds to me. That sounds to me, Evan, like trying to kill two two birds with one stone. Such as like if you want to kill by saving time and money, 
that's when you got to use rock auto. I mean, that's the, that's the spot because, you know, why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store? It doesn't make sense, guys. Rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, uh, pump fake action, play action, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that all of us sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We still have two more picks to complete. Uh, I do want to mention this, just piggybacking off of Evan's point with going, or my pick for Yarbrough, as we have the roster constructed in a five-game series, 14 position players, right? So you do need a guy that can give you, if it's a blowout game or you're down by three, four, five runs, all right, finish thing finish these innings up if you can. And I guess you could technically do that with Dietrich ends, but Yarbrough has a lot of playoff experience too. And I think that matters. All right. Um, I'm actually really surprised that he's still here and that's JP fire Eisen. So uh, I got to take JP. I think he's been just fine. He's, he's, he's pretty much my JT Shiglothic. I think he's just a very stable arm who you can throw in there as a bridge um, to the ninth inning. You know, I, I think that if you, you honestly, you have JT and JP work together to get the, to Kitty at ninth. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't say, can't say that with a straight face. To get, to, you to created Kitty. that nickname and you're going to live with yeah. that nickname that you created for him. <laughs> I, I love him so much. Um, yes. But yeah, so I, I mean, JP, I think has earned it. I think he's, he, I, I think, uh, you know, I really want to find a spot for Lewis Head, but I think mm. that JP's probably the guy. Ulysses, this is on you now. Well, this is on you. There's I'm, I'm, Nick Anderson, uh, Josh Fleming, Lewis Head. Who else is a worthy candidate? Whistler, if he doesn't break his finger throwing a slider. Sheriff. I'm glad to hear that Evan likes to reward people that earn their spots. I am 100% with you. And that is why that last spot has to go with to nobody else but Lewis Head. That guy has done wonders mm. in a dozen trips up and down AAA to the major leagues. A dozen trips. Everybody, imagine if if you at your job, they did that to you throughout a whole year. They just, nope. No, thanks for doing a great job, but now you go to triple. Thanks, yeah. but now you go back, and now you go back 12 times. I mean, the wherewithal, the, the mental stability, the mental strength that Lewis Head has has basically shown everybody that has, has followed the race is amazing. So I got to award a guy who has an, a sub-250 ERA in more than 30 innings pitched uh, whenever called upon. I know Kevin has, has had a really good point about Lewis Head. He has usually been in low leverage situations, mm-hmm. but somebody has got to pitch those low leverage situations. And sometimes what Lewis head can provide is two and a third of shutdown baseball. So that's also needed in the playoffs. So Lewis head, you take my third and final pick. 
Very good draft. Uh, one question here before we move along. Did any of you give any thought or consideration to possibly adding Taylor Walls to the equation as a defensive replacement guy who could be a pinch runner, switch hitter? No, he's a rookie. No, he's young. But if something were to happen to Wander or Wendell or Brendan Lau, uh, he could have been a guy that you could squeeze in there at some point. Yeah, I, yes, I feel I like, did. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's on my on my on my top eight. He's my eighth guy. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like in ALDS, I think you have to f- focus a little bit more on arms, given that it's a shorter series. You you gotta every every inning matters. You can't let a game es- escape you, like Evan said earlier. So I think the the more options you've got in the bullpen, that that's that's what's gonna win games. Very good. Okay, so just to recap for the people that are listening on the podcast and not watching on YouTube, which you should, by the way. Yeah. I am curious to see how close we are with these picks to the actual roster. So, again, uh, Boz, Fairbanks, Kittredge, McClanahan, McHugh, Rasmussen, Zanino, Mejia, Choi, Diaz, Franco, Lau, Wendell, Arazarena, Kiermeyer, Margot, Meadows, Cruz, and then our draft picks were Chagua, Robertson, Luplo, Waka, Patino, Yarbrough, Fireisen, and Lewis Head getting the last spot. That sounds like a a damn good roster right there. I'm not going to lie. Honorable mentions. I do do think that Taylor Walls, that's a tough call, and I think you present a great point. Um, Also, Brett Phillips. Not not just because uh, I, we all love the guy, but a he is also a fantastic pinch runner. He's also a fantastic fielder. So if we're talking about yes. defensive replacements, he provides that another lefty bat. Um, and then over in the bullpen, um, you know, I, I think Sheriff was somebody that I was looking at just to give another reliever that's a lefty. Um, and and Matt Whistler, if health, if yeah. healthy, that would be the other guy. Nick Anderson. If I, I had another, if I had another pick, I might have gone with Phillips. I think that could be, quite frankly, tomorrow morning we could see him on the roster. Yeah, no, I, and I wouldn't be surprised. And, and I feel like there are a lot of guys here, at, you know, that Evan mentioned and and, and and you did too, that they might be on, and, and they deserve. Look, that's the greatest thing about this 2021 team is that you have too few spots for too many good players. Yeah. I, 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 the, all of these guys have shown that they can be a positive output and they can, they can provide some, some of their skills in, in, in determine the game. Yeah. And Brett Phillips literally has won games on his bat, on his glove, on his arm. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Brett Phillips in the roster. Bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props and contests. Bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That is L O C K E D O N. Bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It is where the game starts. Okay, Evan, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. Five game or best of five, I should say, 
against the Boston Red Sox. Who wins this series between the Rays and the Red Sox and why? Uh, Rays winning four. The, you know, first off, the Red Sox are a little bit limited without having J.D. Martinez. That's a big blow. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a significant bad. That's, that would be like if the Rays lost Nelson Cruz right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, just a really stable hitter in the middle of that lineup. Um, I mean, both teams are even. I do believe that the the Rays have figured something out about this team. They've won 11 of the last 15. Um, I I do think a stinker is going to happen in there just because that's the way the Rays play baseball. It's either great or it sucks. (laughs) And it just, it just happened. That's why I lean towards the Arbs. But, um, Look, they got Babe Ruth on their team with Brandon Lau against the Red Sox, the Beantown Basher, as I call him. Mm-hmm. And uh, just looking at his numbers, by the way, he in uh, 129 at-bats, 13 home runs, 31 RBIs, 36 runs. Uh, his OPS is like 1.2-something, um, 357 batting average. And then if we just talk about Fenway, he's, he's batting – over 400. I mean, against the Red Sox, this guy's OPS is is 0.48. <laughs> like he gets literally in, in 130 at bats, almost 130 at bats. This guy has pretty much been on base half the time. That's yeah, mind blowing. I, I I love that nickname, the Beantown Basher. I'm 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 gonna start using it too. No, and. and I agree with 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 you, Raisins. Brandon, the Beantown Basher. That's why we get. Yeah, that sounds like a serial killer name. So I'm going to need some time to no, percolate on that one. Evan makes good nicknames. Kitty, Beantown yes. Basher. I like it. Uh, no, I agree. Raisin four, Raisin four. I, I got to put. I, I can't do. It's a gentleman's sweep, right? Four. Uh, you know, three and mm-hmm. three and one. So, um, yeah, gentleman's sweep. I feel like there's going to be a clunker there uh, at Fenway. It's easy to have clunkers. Game three. In- Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I just, you know, every, we all, like, talked about, oh, my God, like, the race starters, the race starters, the race starters. And game one, the Red Sox are throwing out Eduardo Rodriguez. Like, no no shade to Eduardo. I mean, he uh, he blanked, I think, his last start. Or, no, it was, it was two starts ago against the Rays. He he won 4 nothing, And then, the, then he pitched again against the Rays, and the Rays knocked him out very early. Um but I mean, the guy has like a four or five ERA. He's got a good history, and yeah, he was a nineteen game winner. But um, you know, if you look at McClanahan's numbers next to his, Shane looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, Chris Sale obviously is scary and has tremendous numbers against the Rays all time. But is you know Chris Sale still Chris Sale? You know, you just saw him. You just saw him, and it felt like there's some kryptonite around him now. He used to be kind of like this invincible guy. It doesn't look like he's he's that guy anymore. And, and besides, I know that you know Red Sox media was all hyping him up as soon as he came back, and because he was pitching well. But who was he pitching against? The Twins, the the Indians. Like it, they're not juggernauts offenses. I feel I feel like he also uh, pitched against the Marlins too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he was really facing these weak offenses. So. Uh, th- there's something to be said about that. That's not the race. The race were this close people to having the most runs scored in major league baseball. Yeah. Uh, they were just second behind the Astros. So uh, I'll, I'll take race in four. I don't want to say sweet because no, I'm not, I'm not going to you know be that guy. So I'll yeah. say race in four. Now, how about you, Mr. Kevin Weiss? Now let me say this about, I'm not trying to poo poo on the run scored 
thing that is a legitimate mark, but how many of those runs scored came against the Orioles over the yeah. season? Like they put up a lot the, the of what, 12, 14 spot, a lot of football scores there. Anytime anybody says something I, I, I like that against the Orioles, I'll say this. The Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays also played the Orioles too. <laughs> that is true. Where were they? Where are they in, in that list? That I mean, is they, fair. So they didn't they didn't hit against the Orioles? So I'll just say that. So well, the Red Sox, I guess they would go with Eovaldi for game three, correct? That's my assumption. Okay. Yeah. I could see that maybe turning into a little bit of a clunker game. Uh, I will go Raisin four as well. You guys have come up with some very good arguments. Uh, but I could see, yes, we look at the pitching matchups and say, yeah, they're throwing out Eduardo Rodriguez. But I've also seen this Rays team, and maybe it was a different Rays team when they face some of these guys where – Martin Perez blanks them yeah. for one reason or the other. So I could see a game where that happens as well. Uh, Evan, do you buy into, this is something I've thought about, but haven't quite fully formed an idea, but maybe the Red Sox with Heim Bloom at the helm and some former raised players on the team that they could maybe have a little bit of an edge or reverse engineer what the Rays do like we we kind of saw it in the the wild card game yeah with the red sox and yankees where they took avaldi out after what five and a third so they're kind of trying to play the Rays game but i i think it's it's one of those things where like not trying to compare the Rays to alabama football but you know al all these other teams try to hire offensive and defensive coordinators from alabama to try to replicate what alabama does but they can't because there's because only they're one they, alabama they, there's only they one have nick saban they yes. only have there's only one nick saban kevin i know that but I, mean, I know that. basically trying to okay we know what having heim bloom as the general manager and former former rays exec that we know what the rays are going to do and we're going to at least have a way to mitigate or stop it Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the Rays have that answer, too. When you play a team 19 times in a season, there are no secrets. You can't just you just can't just like poof in the playoffs, create some magical formula that the team hasn't seen before. You know, that's the thing about playing a divisional foe is you're entering the playoffs. Um, Kevin Cash said, um, you know, today, you know, which is going to be yesterday for all of you. Um, the fact is Kevin Cash has their scouts. Um he was meeting with the scouts today uh, and they said that they've been traveling with the team for a month. You know, they've been watching the Red Sox for a month, the Yankees, the Mariners, the Astros. They've been watching all these teams for a month. Um, the, I think you're going to see a little bit of the Rays in the Red Sox because of all those facts that you said. But, I, you know, what the Red Sox are going to do to mitigate the Rays, I don't. You know, I don't know if there's going to be something that blows our mind. I, I think they know exactly what the Rays are going to do. You know, I don't know how you necessarily mitigate it either, right? You know McClanahan's going to go out there. You know yeah. he's not going to see that the, he's going to have five innings or something. He's Kevin Cash is not going to push the envelope. And I'm going to say it right now, everybody, right now. You know the Blake Snell fiasco from last year that everybody mm -hmm. went crazy for? Cash is going to manage the same way. He's not going to let his guys go too deep into a game. He's going to do the same stuff that you see constantly throughout the regular season for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. That's the way that he's going to do this thing. And it might get him in the hot water again. You know, it, it, it might work this time, but that's the thing about the postseason. That's the thing that we do in March madness. It's the thing that we do all the time in every single sport is we amplify a small sample size into something being bigger than it is. So, the Rays in our analytical department is going to argue that 
it's a small sample size. We have to continue to do what we're doing. Um, whereas the emotions of fans and everybody else watching the game says otherwise. So um, just be prepared. Just be prepared that, um, you know, a, a Drew Rasmussen or, or a Shane Boz, a Shane Boz is going to go out there and just honey chuck for six innings looking crisp and then get yanked. Just be, just be prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, the Rays, I, I do want to bring this up before we end things here. And I do have a very, very brief trivia question as well because Evan Glosky's on the show. Okay. Um, the Rays will lose this series if blank. The Rays will lose this series if they cannot find a way to close the ninth inning. That is the one concern I have in this playoffs. I think mm. we saw it there the Yankees we saw it there with the Astros heated environment the the crowd was against them they got their butts to the ninth inning and then they were stuck they they just don't they just they just do not have the guy they have guys but when you go into a ninth inning in a playoff scenario as much as the Rays want to look at things from a very analytical standpoint and look at a piece of paper and say, this is what we're supposed to do. We are robots. These are humans out there and they do not perform the same way when they're playing the Orioles in May versus to what they're doing in the postseason. So, you know, if it's a one, if they got a one run lead or a two run lead enter the ninth inning, I, I'm going to be sweating bullets. So that's, yeah. that is uh that is my concern. No, I, I have to piggyback on, on, on that answer because uh, I I feel like Shane and Shane and Drew and Louise, they're ready and they want to prove something. They're hungry, especially mm-hmm. McClanahan, because his postseason debut didn't really go that well um, last year. So I, I think he's ready to show everybody who he is in a national stage. Now, that does worry me because I, I would say Kittrich is that guy or McHugh is that guy. But, but. These guys, like you said, it's a different environment. And we saw it in Houston. I didn't like what I saw from the bullpen in Houston. Again, different mentality. They were not checked out, but they had won their division. It was a different feel. October is different. So I also agree with that, Kevin. I don't know if you have the same same answer. No, I agree. There's not a Fernando Rodney. There's not... And Alex Colomay, there's not a Rafael Soriano. There's not a Nick Anderson or even an Emilio Pagan. I mean, there's Nick yeah. Anderson. Yeah. But not the same Nick Anderson. Yeah. It's not the so same. So it does worry me a little bit. And I'm not trying to go back and say that the Diego Castillo trade was a mistake because he probably would have blown up at some point and has his own issues. But there is something to be said for having that true elite closer that you oh, can yeah. count upon and, and go from there. So, And I, I've said this, that – there might be a situation where you might have to kind of throw McHugh into that role if yeah. it gets to that. Of course. If, uh, if Kittredge throws another hanging slider or whatever it may be. So, uh, okay, very very good point there, Evan and uh, Ulysses. Uh, brief trivia question here uh, as we try to get the playoffs off to a fun note. I have a list of guys who have the most career playoff home runs. And I'm going to make this very small and very brief. Okay. There are three players, three players in baseball history that have at least 20 career postseason homers. I need all three of those names between the both of you. Uh, 
Oh, you're going to take it from Evan as our guest? You're right, you're right. Evan, go. uh, Hank Aaron. Strike one. Bonds. Strike two. Um, McGuire. You're out of here. Oh, my God. Strike three. God. Well, I don't feel so confident about my choices. There's a guy, and I will give you a hint. There's a guy with 20, there's a guy with 22, and there's a guy with 29. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, number one, I'm going to go A-Rod. Strike one. Mickey Mantle. Strike two. I will say, uh, and this isn't even fair, but you're on the right track. Okay, because I said, okay, so Yankees. Yankees perhaps. Mantle. Who could have had 20 home runs wearing a Yankee uniform? Rich Jackson. Is that your guess? Reggie Jackson. Good one. Incorrect. Damn it. Really? Nothing? Derek Jeter with 20 in Jeter 734 plate appearances. Yes. I never I thought would have about thought nothing. No way. That many. I he know. played an entire season plus in the playoffs. I know, but he his... wasn't like a home run guy. I... Yeah. No, yeah. I should have just done it on quantities. Yeah. Bernie Williams with 22 and 545 this flight appearances. Dumb and number one with 29, briefly array for Manny Ramirez. 17 at bats. Oh my God. Ray's great. Manny Ramirez with 29 homers and 493 played I'm just going to guess Manny Ramirez for every <laughs> trivia question now because you've had him on for the last three. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we did a trivia question yesterday. He was part of it. Uh, Evan, great job. Uh, last thing, how can people reach out to you and find your work? Uh, you know, I'm going to be all over the drop the next couple of days uh, in, starting tonight. Uh, please go at Ekloski WTSP. That's my Twitter. I'll be sending out tons of material there. Uh, and then we will be pumping that stuff on 10 tampabay.com all night long, updated game score uh, stories and whatever might have you. And uh, even beyond the Rays, Bucks, lightning start on Tuesday. I cannot believe they have their banner raising ceremony already. They just finished the season two weeks ago. Um, so you can also check me out on, on Facebook, Instagram, at Ekloski. And I'm very good with responding, especially on Twitter. So uh, don't be a stranger. Yeah. Also, uh, send some of your bulldog journalists out to vet the Ebor site plan that the Rays are considering. Ooh, Just throwing that out. I like that. I, I, like- I, I, I thought that the, the Ebor city plan doesn't get enough uh, fans, according to uh, mm. the, the leaked video that, that came out. Well, you know, you know what's uncomfortable? We need a, not, whole, new, a whole other podcast for this. Not, yeah. not, not sitting in, in a comfortable, uh, you know, 72 degree. I hate that. I just mm. hate it, Kevin. Well, we can give you Brian Ald's email if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to him personally. <laughs> By the way, that there was a leaked video or two, which I kind of disagree with. I think it's kind of ridiculous that, like, okay, everybody's got to get out their cameras and, and find this. Can we know, just sound enjoy by, the moment? But the actual venue that was hosting Brian Ald put out, like, a 10-minute intro clip. I don't know if it actually said – it didn't. they didn't put out some of the risque things that he said, but I'll I just wonder why. leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. there we go. All right. Uh, thanks again for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day, and we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, be sure to check out the Locked on MLB podcast.